Hey friends, it is Shayna Berkeley of the Prayer Podcast here to give you guys another prayer that hopefully will help launch your prayer life and your relationship with God because we believe that prayer is our primary strategy. So it's something that we need to work at and grow more into and just frankly practice. It's like any sport or anything you want to get good at or know more about is it's action. Prayer is a verb. Um, so I'm excited that you guys are joining us today. If this is your first time listening, uh, welcome. Thank you for listening. That makes me feel so excited and happy and full and all the feels um, that are positive. Um, make sure you guys subscribe and share and comment. Let me know what's up. Let me know what you need. And so I'll, so I'll know. On this episode, I'm saying um and and like so much. I don't know where it's coming from. But whatever. We're just going to roll with it. You guys roll with it with me, please. Okay? I don't want to try to edit and change my... I don't. I can't. It's just going to get this today. You're going to get this today. All right? Um, the topic or the... Um, ugh, with the um, Shana. The scripture of the day is Matthew 7, verses 7 through 12. This is a lot of um, my thoughts. It might be, it's really late right now, so I might have just waited too late to do this, but I just feel the prayer coming, and I'm just going to give it to you. I hope it's not distracting. If it is, my apologies up front. Maybe listen to another one, skip this one. I don't know what to tell you. I'm just going to give it to y'all. I feel it, honey. And if it works, it works. And if it doesn't, you know, perfection is not in our wheelhouse. Anyway, remember that this is what I call my Monday through Sunday inspiration, which means that this is something I want you guys to pray through and think about and talk about with the Lord and maybe converse with your friends about what this looks like for your life. It just really should be something that I want you all to revisit throughout your week and get grounded in and some understanding about. And if you never heard me pray, I usually just kind of start off quiet. I take a deep breath. I get in tune with the Holy Spirit and it's not contrived or written or scribed or rehearsed. It's just off the heart. Off the dome, off the mind, so it's not going to be perfect, but it's going to be genuine. And I think that's enough. Genuine is enough, right? All right, so I am trying to vacillate between the idea of it being scripture-based and the idea of it being topic-based. I think topic-based may be easier to follow, but scripture doesn't always give me like a great to be like, this is about faith. Sometimes it's just about what the Lord wants us to do. Godly action? I don't know what to call this one. Matthew 7, verses 7 through 12, the, the Bible gives us the title, Ask and It Will Be Given. So asking maybe be our, our title today, but if not, just roll with the scripture. I want you to read this one, guys, three, four, five, six, seven, eleven times. I want you to write in your Bible with this one. I want you to listen to another podcast or somebody preaching this scripture because it's so good and so meaty and so relevant that if nothing else, I know you will get a lot from this particular passage. Um, So please just do that for me. And then, as usual, people ask me for some tips and tricks and my personal, not professional, um, ideas or advice. So one that I give every week is just to get a notebook and just start writing down these scriptures and work them through Monday through Sunday and let them marinate and permeate. Another one, if you kind of want to go off the beaten path, is to review your church notes. 
that may be giving you a good place to um, begin understanding scripture and get into context of preaching and pastor's interpretation of it because this is mine. So, yeah, that's the two two tricks. Let me guys, let me guys, you guys let me know if you have any other questions. I'm just going to ask the Holy Spirit to do this prayer. Just take over my tongue right now. Matthew 7, verses 7 through 12. God, we are lost without you. We don't know what to do, where to go, what to say, how to be. If you're not here, if you don't lead us, if you don't guide us, if you don't, direct us it's like we just we're just in the wilderness walking around paying bills and wondering like what are we doing we don't want to be those people we want to be people like jesus who knew he was about his father's business and that he was certain in all things and he made decisions based on his relationship with you that he's stole away to pray and that he was honest and vulnerable with you but at the end of the day he was obedient to the call and that he knew what the call was because of his relationship that's what we want God that's what we're seeking Lord train our appetite to like what you like help us to know what your definition of good is God defines good you define good if it's good, it's because you said it's good. And if you didn't say it was good, it's not good. No matter how much we like it, no matter what the beats say, no matter how it's fit in us, no matter how good it feels to say to somebody else, if you don't define it as good, it's not good. Help us to de- determine and understand what you define as good. And we only operate in and through that. Again, train our appetite to like what you like. And that's not just food, although we do have dominion over what we eat. That's our life appetite, who we date, what we say, where we work, how we wear our hair, what things that we purchase, how we're stewarding our money, who we give money to, how we interact with our family, who we're close to, who we keep at bay, when we pray, how we pray, for what do we pray. All these things, Lord, that's the appetite of our life. Train it to like what you like. Lord, Matthew 7, tell us to ask and it will be given to us. Seek and we will find and knock and the door will be open unto you. You didn't have to tell us these things. You didn't have to promise these things. These are things you say out of your free will. And you are not a man that you should lie. So if you told us, if we ask and it will be um, given to us, we're accepting that, we're receiving that, and we are expecting that. You said if we seek and we shall find, Lord, let us know what seeking looks like. It's not standing there with our hand out waiting for you to walk by and give us a dollar. Seeking is an action of looking high and low, asking questions, backpedaling, thinking, researching, seeking. If we're seeking where we lost our keys, we're not just standing there waiting for our keys to magically appear. We're looking on the seat cushion, asking our mom, mama, you see my keys? You're checking doors. You're going back to your car. You're retracing your steps. That's seeking. You want us to seek. And when we are seeking, when we're actively looking, when we got our whole heart into wanting to find what you want us to know or what we need some understanding or clarity on, we will find that. To knock and the door will be open. To not just show up to the door, but to knock on the door. Take the next step. Take the initiative to not just say I'm here, but to let the kingdom, let the world know that you are here 
and the door will be open to us. Lord, you are not this elusive, selfish, brass, curt, hurtful, I'm going to show you kind of God. You are a friend. You are a confidant. When we think of our best friend, we think of our mama, we think about our relationships, people that we just makes us feel warm and fuzzy and just accepted and understood and celebrated. Like, that's you. We see God in them, and we identify with that. And, Lord, we pray for people who don't have that experience, who can't think of a person that makes them feel celebrated and understood and accepted in in a genuine way and not in a manipulative way and not in a, oh, he celebrate me when I do this or she celebrate me when I do that, but in a unconditional way. They don't have that. We're calling that forth in their life. Lord, let them be a friend to get a friend. Let them see you in the things that are of you and loose the things that are not of you. And once they understand that feeling, then they will understand how much you love us and you're a good father and you don't want to harm us and you don't want to trick us and you don't want to dangle things in front of us and take it away. You're, that's not that's not the God that I serve. That's not the God that you said that you are in the Bible. God, you are good. You are better. You are the best. Good, better, best. You are all of them wrapped up into one. You are the highest level of excellence. You are the best father. Lord, if we give good gifts to our kids, how much more would God do that to his kids who ask, which is us? Let what we ask and seek not be a genie in a bottle top of things. We not like Jafar, like three wishes. Like That's not what we're seeking and asking for and wanting to know. But we want divinely we want to be divinely led to fulfill our kingdom purpose. Divinely led to fulfill our kingdom purpose. That means Lord, you you it. You the main show. You the opening act, the main show, the closer and everything in between. We are following you like a well trained puppy follows his owner. Not not that you see us as animals or you know, less than, but that we really are looking to you and moving in sync with the way that you move. Being who you want us to be. Living how you want us to live. Lord, we just thank you, Father God, that you will give us so much more than we even thought we needed or wanted or deserved. We walk in that. We live in that. We celebrate that right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you for Matthew 7, 7 through 12, because it really does speak identity. It really does tell us who you are and how you want the relationship between us to be. So if we have any questions about who you are as a God or what our relationship will look like, if people are new to the faith, maybe, or maybe they're converting from another faith and that they're trying to recalibrate the relationship between God and man in their minds to do it in the way the Bible expects us and explains to us that it should be. This is a good place for them to start that journey of understanding and listening and celebrating and knowing and loving. We thank you for it right now. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right, family and friends, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. Make sure you subscribe, you comment, you like, you do all the things that one would do to celebrate and support things that they love like the prayer podcast and then also remember that obedience is god's love language so if you want to show god you love him obey him if you want to know what obedience looks like 
Use the resources of the world and the web and all your church and your friends to really understand obedience to its fullest potential. And know for a fact, without a shadow of a doubt, that if you don't have a single soul, which I'm sure you have plenty, praying for you, you got a friend in me, and I am out here, honey, praying for my people. I hope y'all have a fantabulous day, week, month, and life. And I'll talk to you guys soon here at the podcast, the prayer podcast, that is. Have a great day.